Hey there, V2X Nation and friends. This is Hope Skibitsky, the Learning and Development Manager at V2X. And you're with us here on Converging on Leadership, the place where we use transparency, vulnerability, and lessons learned to develop ties with our leadership to help us better serve all of our internal and external customers. Hey, podcasters. Can you picture yourself with a challenging, rewarding career as a commercial and defense contractor? Maybe you're already working for V2X and would like to expand your horizons with a new opportunity, or you're interested in getting started with us. V2X is here for you. We have a wide array of job openings, some for those who want to support the United States military warfighters, and for those of you who are interested in the ultra-secure world for one of our country's three-letter agencies. We pride ourselves in developing our employees for future opportunities. Did we mention we have locations and positions all across the globe? If you're interested in a rewarding profession that pays well with competitive benefits, check out our website at gov2x.com careers. Okay, so super exciting. This is our very first guest introduction, and I am here with Carl Sagstetter. He is our Vice President, Base Operations Support, and is here to talk to us about leading through change. I'm super excited to have you here, Carl. Likewise, Hope. I mean, gosh, you're a legend in your own, you know, time <laughs> in the Air Force. So just to, to be with you and, and to obviously be part of this journey is, is very exciting for me. Thank you. So for our guests who don't know who you are and want to know why you're here talking to us about leadership, tell us a little bit about you. Um, well, I'm here because you asked me to be here. Of course. First and foremost. That's right. Um, I'm glad you're here. But uh, Carl Sagstetter, like you said, I work with uh, with V2X. I've been with the company 15 years. Nice. Um, before that, I was 28 years in the Air Force. So since I was 17, I only know two things, the Air Force and then V2X. I remember following after you in the Air Force. So, so yeah, name on things. It's gonna be it's going to be just a great journey. Yeah. Good. We're excited to have you here. So we're going through a lot with V2X. I was only ever V2X. I joined us, you know, a short time ago, but the company's going through a lot. We're merging. Several different companies are um, coming together in their own accord, and then we're coming together one big thing. So there's a lot going on. There's exactly. a lot of change, and we know change can be really, really hard. So just interested in finding out from you, as we continue to integrate as a company, you know, what are some of the biggest challenges that we might face in this change? Well, I think first, I mean, it's scary, right? Mm. So whether you've been with the company, you know, as long as I have or as short as you. So like like for me, I've been through legacy Vectris was ITT, ITT Excellus, then Excellus, and then Vectris. It's basically the same company. Yeah. And then you've been with us with V2X. So right. so we both have different thoughts and of, of that. Then when you bring in people from the merger, right, and they have a they have a huge history with their own companies. That's fair. So I think one of the biggest challenges we have to we have to respect everybody's individual past and their history, and we have to respect the legacies of those companies because they're important, and we we have to embrace the future of V two X because we are V two X. We're one company today. So I think the future. Um, just traveled through the Middle East last week, and people were actually, I was super excited They're to see they're really excited about V2X. Oh, that's good to hear. And I was kind of blown away. I didn't I didn't have any expectations, but to walk into um, Camp Asalia in Qatar and, and to see the V2X on the, on the, as you walk in the door, and, and everybody that was there was wearing blue, blue shirts, the whole the leisure team. Oh. And it was kind of quite impressive to see. 
So they're excited about the future. Um, but we also have to remember where they came from and, and what that brings. And so I think when you look across, you look across, and we talked about this morning with V2X, right, at the top talent. I mean, I was so impressed to see, and I don't want to miss any of the components, but there was Vertex people, there was Raytheon people, there was Vectris people. And then they all referred to themselves. Some said, hey, I'm legacy. And then we had a conversation about what does that mean? That's right. Right? That's right. So I think as you as we look at this, we can't forget every individual. Right. And so, I mean, I liken it a little bit to a marriage maybe, right, is that you don't forget your family or where you right. came from. You're not losing them necessarily. You're just gaining another half. You're changing your name yep. maybe. And so – we know that there's going to be those people that are really excited about change and, you know, those that are willing to go with the flow because they're excited to follow. But then we know that there's those that might find it a little more tough. So what kind of challenges do you think that going through these changes we might still see through the course of time that we're going to have to work our way through? I think, you know, individually, people are going to have their own challenges. Um, organizationally, we'll have some challenges. Let's Take something as simple as a time card. Mm. So I was with the company when we changed from one time card system to the other. For me, it was a significant emotional event. I mean, I was like, something that I have known for 10 years has now changed, and I didn't know why. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I'm thinking all I need to do is count my eight hours. But on the flip side of that, there was, now that we've been this new time card system, it's a lot better honest well, and like supervisors can now see time they can i can go see i have a broader picture of the workforce but i didn't when we were going through the change i, I was i didn't see any of that so you weren't necessarily open to it in the beginning mm -hmm. but you had to get into it a little yeah. bit find yeah. that you could like it and yeah. so you've grown to exactly. see and appreciate it good yeah and there were there was actually groups of us who were like oh you know you actually hate the change so you bond with your buddies that hate oh. the change too, which is the worst thing that can happen looking back. Um, so I think one of the things, Hope, that we, we as a company have to do is we have to do a good job of orchestrating what the benefits are. Oh, right. So sharing with people what could be a positive outcome if they're willing to look for that. Yeah, exactly. That's nice. And so have you seen that work somewhere before? Um. Yeah, I mean, going back to that example of, of the time cards is now our financial systems, we're at, we, we, we capture time a lot better. We capture costs and hours. But going through it, you know, you, I don't know if I, was, if I was privy to that or I'm probably sure I was. I just didn't recognize it. Mm. So how we communicate that change is, is very important, I think. No, and I think that's fair. I think that there's a lot to be said about – people collectively learning to understand that not all change is bad. And exactly. that as a matter of fact, change can be good. Mm -hmm. I mean, buzzwords across the world everywhere is modernization and innovation. And yep. so change should be a part of everybody's culture because, you know, sitting stagnant can cause you to get exactly. complacent, fail to grow, get outrun by your your um, adversary or um, other companies. And so um, this is my first civilian job. And I think it's really cool that I've walked through the doors of a, of a company that's going through so much change because, man, how much there is to learn exactly. and just watching people. And just think about the opportunities, right? So, you know, um, if you're in one side of the company and say – 
for example, you want to live in California and you want to go move to California, a family from California, with the, with the, by bringing everybody together, we have a lot more opportunities in California. Mm-hmm. And, and Vertex had a very large CONUS-based workforce. You know, and, and what they did and what they do is, is you know, with aviation and aerospace, um, but with, by combining, you know, we look overseas. So they, we, can cr- we can move people, move people across the companies, and I think that's the most exciting part. I think it's fun that you mentioned that earlier. You mentioned top talent. And for those of you who don't know, that is our, our building our bench of our next level exactly. leaders. And so as we bring those folks in and start to talk about what might be on the horizon for them to continue to develop professionally, having more places for them to grow into different leadership roles, yep. um, I think that's exciting for it's them exciting, and yeah. us. Yeah, and I think every time we bring in a new perspective, somebody that can see things slightly different than the other person, it might also invite that growth that we're looking for as a company to take us to the next level for our uh, our investors, our stakeholders, our our internal and external customer. Yeah. Yeah. So I was an aircraft mechanic in the Air Force. So when we joined with, uh, you know, when Vectors joined with Vertex and all that aerospace, you know, I jokingly told my wife, I'd go, hey, I think I'm going to go be a mechanic again. Because nice. it, was, it was the best time of my entire career, right? was working on F-15. So, uh, so even that is exciting just to have that part of our business for me. What do you personally find hard about leading through change? What is, what is a challenge for you? I think for me in my position, it's trying to, trying to see where my organization and, and the people I work with are, are taken care of per se, but also their thoughts and uh, and their needs are, are taken care of, you know, from a mission perspective and people, because we can't do everything for everybody. I don't think that's as fair. Sure. For uh, first and foremost, but I think for me, just looking at that change and embracing it, while while looking for the overall part of the organization is important. So, with all of the perceived tumult that's going on as we go through this change how do you help people like lighten the load and feel a little better i mean do you encourage them to have fun in the things that they're doing and how do you do that well i mean just just looking back at the visit last week right if you if you see people's energy and you and you capture that energy and, and and you want people to really feel good about themselves and when you see them coming to work and embracing the change um, and then I, I, th- I think the, you know, the sky's the limit. I love that. I think that, you know, we shouldn't take ourselves too seriously. Exactly. Obviously, it's a serious business, and we want to we wanna do it right. But I do think that we can have fun and enjoy what we do every day. Sure. I think um, once we get through some of what is the hard part of the change, the getting to know each other, the finding out how we fit together, um, I think that we're going to have, like, a really good humming, well-old yep. machine. Yeah? I think so, too. Yeah, so it's good. So what kind of things do you recommend to help people alleviate stress and tension and to stop with all the apprehension as we move forward? Are there some tips that you can offer, things that you've seen that have worked in the past to help people be more open? Well, I hope I think, you know, communication. We talked about that this morning, right? Um, but communication, it it's so important. And, and it's... It's often a word that we just throw out there. Well, we're not communicating, or why aren't we communicating, or let's communicate more. But then what does that really mean, right? right? I mean, if, if I work for you, 
and you give me the vision and goals, in your mind, you've communicated. But if I don't tell that to anybody, communication stopped. Mm -hmm. It dies with me. It dies, yeah. So we have to, I think communication is so important, but it, it can't be up and down. And often we go, leadership or the company isn't communicating. Well, are we communicating with the company? Are we communicating with leadership? That's fair. Right. Right. Are we telling them what we need? Are we letting them feel the pulse of what's right. happening on the ground with us? Right. I love it. And so how can we inspire people or even educate people on how important that networking and lateral communication is in order to be effective as a company going through our change? Um, that's a great question. And, and I think... If you look at if you look at the company functionally, uh, there's there's opportunities there. So, my boss is Mr. Ken Shreves, and he's he's kind of asked why don't why don't all the fire departments talk? So I'm, we're having a meeting next week with all the fire chiefs and all the fire mechanics, and we're going to talk, and I want them to talk without me and Mr. Shreves. And so we did the, the company has done that with food services. The food services community just collaborates all together without, without, any, without any, you know, structure per se from an organizational org chart. And they're making things happen right now just by working together. I think what's fun and what a lot of people don't realize is that the sausage gets made at exactly. the lowest level, exactly. right? But sometimes they don't know that the heavy lift that they feel that they're doing, man, the impact they can make in mm -hmm. getting things across the goal line. And so you putting them together, you know, touch points that allow them to sit and have those conversations, man, the money that'll make in their communication, exactly. which will get us moving toward change. And they feel as they're a vested part of the organization, yes. right? Now they have buy-in and, and they have actually, they've brought the change amongst themselves. All the company did was give them an avenue and say, hey, let's kind of do this. Uh, and then they took it and they ran with it. So you talk about communication, but I don't think that that's myopically focused. Like com communication isn't strictly email. No, exactly. So what is your recommended means to, I don't know, get a message out? Well, I think if it's an organizational message, um, then, then obviously, you know, Things from Mr. Pro um, and then things from the functional leaders as Ms. Deagle are very important from, a, from an organization cross message, right? But then I think as leaders, we also we need to communicate amongst our groups. Mm. And one of the things that you know, I found successful is, is you know, people call it skip levels. And sometimes I'll have what we call coffee with Carl, where I just, even, even in COVID, I'd sit, I'd sit on my computer, and we, we would have skip-level meetings with three or four levels down and just talk. I love that. Right? Love and that. and with, with people from all over the company. And you get more accomplished than just work. You get more work. accomplished, yeah. Because yeah. in those meetings, you get to know each you other. get to know each other, exactly. And when you build those relationships and people feel comfortable actually telling you, here's the thing I think we need, or here's the thing I think we can do, yeah. it's those fireside chats, right? Kind of like us here exactly. today. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and we're having a conversation with everybody who's listening. Um, and so it gives us an opportunity to say, hey, look, here's the thing. From a subject matter expert who's had to deal with a lot of change, right. that's the kind of stuff that we can do to make, a, make, make change maybe a little bit easier. 
Because, you know, it's, res- it's, it's a thing people resist. And, you know, from our Air Force days, right, we were taught management by walking around. That's right. You know, um, and, uh, and a shout-out to Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, Bob Gaylor, who was the one who always talked about the most. Gaylor, right? that's right. Um, but that just has to, that just, you have to do that. You cannot lead and communicate from a desk. Oh. You just have to get out and you have to meet people. You have to see what they're doing. And then, and then that message resonates when they go talk to other people. I love it. And so in a world where so many people work disaggregated, virtually, hybrid, it's ever more important yeah. that you virtually walk around. Like, have you ever yeah. just cold called somebody and popped in on them yeah. to say, hey, just checking to see how you're doing? Exactly. You would do it if they worked in an office? Yeah. Instead, we'll sometimes we'll just send an email. Yes. Well, I sent Hope an email. Yeah. She didn't answer, by the way. Or I didn't know yeah. if she was going to be available, so I didn't call. Well, how about you call and see if I'm randomly available? Exactly. Yeah. No, I love it. You're like, she didn't answer. She was busy. <laughs> Too busy to take that call. I don't know that that would be me. So what do you say is the most needed leadership skill undergoing change? I think, I think you have to listen. And, and sometimes I'll find myself talk. You know, we talk. To, I think we talk too much, but you have to. We have to listen. And and when we're talking, you know, with our groups and with our with our people, um, are we just talking to them to, for the sake of communicating? Or are we listening to see what they're giving us back? Oh, I love that because sometimes we just we look for an echo chamber. I just want to mm-hmm. spit my words out into. I just the want to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, you go, "Wow, I did that." I communicate a lot today. Yeah. No, you didn't. You you just babbled. Everybody's in the room like, I felt like he talked in my face today. Exactly. (laughs) I didn't didn't actually get to communicate with you a message or have you feel or feel like you heard me. So, yeah, I I love it. I love listening. I think it's a great skill. It's a leadership tool. It's hard. It is so hard. Yeah, anybody could talk. Oh, it's so hard. What's it was an old saying. I don't remember who said it, right? Like you've got two ears and one mouth. Yeah. Use them in, in yeah. that same um, appropriation, for lack of better terms. I don't know that I just said that right. But, yeah. you know. The, well, I mean, listen, you listen, listen twice as much as you talk, right? Look, see there. Thank you for capturing that thought yeah. I couldn't get out of my head. <laughs> That's very fun. So as we continue to go through this, because, ma'am, we're in the infancy exactly. of this integration some people are running really hard and other people are kind of moving slow because you know there's the old saying uh slow is smooth smooth is fast um how do we make sure that we can communicate with the people that don't feel like it's moving fast enough that it is moving because people don't often get to see all the moving parts of the machine and so if they can't see it with their own two eyes they doubt it's happening Mm -hmm. are we um are we doing anything that helps people feel reassured that this this thing is happening? It just maybe isn't moving at the speed of light. With regard to the the V two X change, yes, uh, I think I think we've actually purposefully, you know, we didn't go out on day one and say we are V two X. I think there was a a grad you know a gradual graduation into it, and, and I. I think that was pretty well thought out, to be honest. Um, each program that we have is, is different. I have some clients where 
you know, they we haven't novated the contracts. We haven't uh, formally changed. And they want to see the legacy companies. I've ha- I have other clients that they're like, yes, we recognize that. You are now V2X. So I think that first six months or so, that was important. Um, but then, you know, we did this... We did this push with company, uh, I'll call it swag, where, you know, gifts, right? Yes. And then questions start pouring out, pouring in, go, well, I haven't received my gift yet, or whatever. <laughs> and so there was some, there was some excitement with that. And then, and then as, like I said, on my, on my recent visits uh, to programs, I'm seeing people with, with V2X shirts. So I think people are really excited about it. Um, so I, I think, you know, taking, I don't say taking your time, because, we we're, we have to move forward, right? Right. I mean, V2X, where the whole meaning of V2X is is the forward and, and the future. So I, I think there was some, there, there's some pause that we needed to do or some deliberation of going slowly. Um, but I think we're past that now. All right, yeah, I we're, love we're, it. Yeah, we're past that. We, we got to move forward and we got to be together. I'm excited because each of our company leaders who I've talked to, They've got V2X on the tip of their tongue. They're talking about the change. And so I think that consistency matters. It does. Yeah. So um, what do you think might be some of the the things that we should keep an eye on that we have to keep in mind the most when when we're looking at going forward in this change so that we can be consistent, so that we you know, feel like each of us are contributing toward right. this change. What what should we keep on our mind? Well, I think if you look at, you know, we're all individuals. So change in an organization for me is different than you, right? Sure. Uh, change in the organization from the mechanic is different than change in the organization from Mr. Pro. It's just different. So we're all, we're all going to have some levels of frustration. Uh, I think – we have to recognize what those different levels are. And as we merge, I mean, we're merging companies, we're merging business systems. We have parts of the company that don't talk to each other right now. Sure. Um, we have different business systems and time cards. And so all that is, is a struggle, right? And we have to work through that. But I think as we're going, remembering the individuals because it's all about the people but what's the benefit i mean what is the benefit of having a consolidated business system i mean you made a lot of great points already that may not that may not matter to some people but to some people it matters right sure just depends sure so we gotta focus on the results i think oh that's good right um stephen covey always says you got to begin with the end in mind exactly that uh if you, if you know where you're headed, then you can, you know, better aim to get there. I'm paraphrasing miserably, right. but yeah. What's no, the I benefits, think. right? Why are we changing? Yeah. Okay, what's the benefit of it for me? And as long as we can articulate the benefit, I, I think people are open to it. I think that's good because a lot of people want to know the why, right? They want to know, why are we doing this? Exactly. Why does it matter to me? How is it going to impact me? Um it is impacting me. When will it get better for me, right? Yeah. There's a lot of that. Because you just want to get better. We all That's want right. to get better. That's right. Nobody likes the stress of change, <laughs> yeah. right? Even if you were sitting in a classroom and I make you change chairs, yeah. some yeah. people find that really, really hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, um, I, I used to have the habit of smoking, 
And I'll tell you, I quit smoking every day for five years because yeah. every day you were good at it. I was you? good at quitting, yeah. but I really wasn't so good at quitting. And the reason I make that that point is because. I knew change had to happen, and I knew it was important. It was just very hard. But every day I, I told myself that I was going to try again today yeah. to change the habit. And and every day when I didn't do so well or I wasn't as strong, I told myself, okay, today I'm going to change the habit. And so I think the point that you've made here with me today is we've just got to be consistent with working toward the change, even yep. if it's not as beautiful, glamorous, easy as as we'd hope it would be and and even with the benefits of the change so i could tell you every day you need to quit smoking because this is the benefit but until you realize the benefit it doesn't matter that's right right and so communication will help with that right us continuing to tell people exactly. like what's in it for them mm -hmm. um both our customer internal and external um yeah no i think it's really good this has been good it's fun Spend a little bit of time with you today. Yes, yes. Yeah, so um, I love getting to bring your subject matter expertise, not only 15 whole years with this company, but obviously the time that, you know, you served in our, I don't know if you can call it an alma mater, but I'll refer yeah, to it exactly. as that because yeah. we were both, you know, airmen. Um, but I, I think that it's good, right, for people to be able to hear that everybody can find struggle with change and then every single one of those same somebodies can, can get through it. And, and it's not going to be easy, right? That's right. We're not, we don't expect it to be easy. But as long as we all work together, from, from, the, from, from Mr. Pro and the you know, of the top of the organization, all across, I, I, think, I think we'll hit it out of the park. I love it. Yeah. I'm excited. It's Anything a, else you want to tell us before uh, we sign off here today? I just thank you, Hope, for, for setting this up and for letting us share some thoughts together because – I think it's just a great message. I appreciate that. And I obviously am very grateful for our teammates at K-Global making sure that we can get yeah. through this and, you know, look professional doing it because it's a ton of fun getting to spend yeah. a little bit of time with you. And here. it's not like they haven't gone through change either, right? Oh, I my mean, goodness. So, yeah, we dragged so, them right along with yeah, us. Yeah, so it's great. It's great it. stuff. That's Carl Sagstetter on Leading Through Change. Stay tuned for part two as Carl and I discuss collaboration and teamwork. Please subscribe to Converging on Leadership on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash company slash V2X dash Inc. And please let us know what you think of our show and what future topics you'd like us to cover. Converging on Leadership is produced by K Global and brought to you by V2X. V2X transforms operations and sustainment for government and commercial clients worldwide through operational support services, training, and converged environments that integrate physical and digital infrastructures. Learn more at gov2x.com. And until next week, I'm Hope Skibitsky, and thanks for listening.